0: Please vote. Um, anyway, you guys, welcome to uh, episode 40, part two of uh, the Shopping Block Podcast. I am uh, your friend, your, na- your your neighborhood friendly Haitian, your friendly Haitian neighborhood, neighborhood Haitian, your friendly neighborhood Haitian. The person who felt really bad because I saw a sign in my neighborhood that says 95% of my block votes, and I was like, it's me. I'm well, partner. I mean, you know, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. I do pay my taxes, though, and I filled out the census, so.
1: Which is incredible that they require you to do all those things, but you don't get a vote. to
0: mm, join the military, all
1: that. I'm going to, oh, what? Listen, I, I'm going to introduce myself. Uh, this is your your favorite Philadelphian, um, the birthplace of America. Uh, call me Constitution, Um, Fun fact, voter registration is actually voter suppression.
2: I mm-hmm. wanted to put that out
1: there, if y'all didn't know that. A lot of countries, you're, just, you're born with the right to vote, like you don't have to fucking register. They did that to stop people from going to the polls. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is to prevent the vote. You know why? Because there are more Democrats in this country than Republicans, and if everybody in this country voted, then there'd be no Republican anything. So they do things mm-hmm. like voter registration, they do redlining, They do, do they do gerrymandering, whatever. And I'm not saying that I want a whole country full of Democrats because I don't. I don't want to hold right. anybody. I like opposing views. But I don't like extremist fucking views. I don't like extremists taking over a party. And what happened today? A fucking militia tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan, a Democrat, mm. over some fucking masks. Over now, some masks? That's what it was about? Oh, yeah. So in Michigan, there's been this whole thing, you know, in these Midwest states, you have militias and you have these empowered white people. Now, I often talk about how the Midwest is much more racist and scary to me than the South. And I things right. like this are why? Because they're not just racist. They are organized and fucking nut jobs. Like they're crazy, mm-hmm. like literally, you know. And it turns out that Michigan is just one of the homes of militias, but they also were tied... To the Oklahoma City bombing with, with Tim McVeigh. You know what I'm saying? So we've known that these people have been crazy and living amongst us for decades. Um, you know, these proud boys and all these other types of uh, militias who hide behind the Constitution and the Second Amendment. Nah, it's just crazy white dudes with guns who hate everybody. They hate foreigners, they hate black people, they hate women. They hate everybody. They hate them fucking selves. They hate so, themselves. That's why I was going to go they with They hate it. themselves. So they tried to kidnap the governor. The governor. Have the you head. heard the governor's rap song? She has her own rap song. They call it Big Gretch. Like a rap song that she wrote in Smith? No, no. Like, oh, they, they made a rap song for her. Rapper made her a whole song. Huh? Was it Trick Trick? Big Gretch, nah. OK. It was definitely definitely in that lane though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. It. Yeah, please vote. And that's not hey It's not what I was prepared to talk about today. I thought we was going to talk about a little bit about last night. Last night is the least thing on anybody's yeah. mind today.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was pretty anticlimactic. The only thing I saw about the about the debate was uh the fly. Um mm. guys, early voting has started in most states. Mm. You don't have to wait until November 3rd. Um, I know that they've been telling y'all not to trust the post office for a while. You don't have to mail in your absentee ballot. You can drop it
1: off. Unless you live, well, I mean, you still can, but if you live in Texas or in Houston specifically, but in Texas, Governor Abbott, a Republican, um, limited the numbers of drop boxes. So, fun fact, Houston is the fourth most populated city, fourth most populous city in the United States of America. You mm-hmm. know how many drop boxes he gave them? For the don't whole me. fucking Harris County? How many? Oh.
0: That's fine. That's not going to fill up at all.
1: Bowler's Guys,
0: don't let person. none of that stop you. <laughs> don't let none of that stop you. Um, Today's episode is called Y'all Don't Deserve. Meg or Rihanna. I think it's called We Don't Deserve Meg or Rihanna, but I really mean (laughs) y'all. Like we're all lucky to have them. Some of us know how lucky we are to have them. And uh, some of y'all really don't. The reason why I said this is because last Saturday, Megan Thee Stallion was the, um, the featured guest on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. And she performed a new single that she dropped this week featuring young thug. It's called, uh, it's called Don't Stop. Um, And then, you know, she participated in the traditional SNL hijinks, including a rap song called Bottom of Your Face about, you know, love in the time of Corona and how you're, meeting people but you're only seeing their faces from the mask up featuring a cameo by Chris Rock. It was pretty funny. It was hilarious. Um, It was pretty hilarious. Uh but when she performed the two songs that she performed and let me let me just I want to point this out because I need y'all to understand what matters and what fucking doesn't. I didn't watch it because I just don't know the last time that I actually watched Saturday Night Live, No Shade. I just I don't know, Saturday nights at eleven something at night. That's not what I'm thinking about. And she would think that I would go back and just watch it, but somehow it just never, it very rarely happens. I won't say it never, because every once in a while, I'll go back and I'll watch some skits, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I didn't hear anything. I couldn't tell you what song she performed. Couldn't tell you. What I do know, that though, is that uh, during her performances, there was a backdrop that said, protect Black women. And there was a backdrop that was a uh, part of uh, Tamika... Mallory's speech following the announcement of the grand jury's failure to indict anybody for the murder of Breonna Taylor, in which Tamika D. Mallory said that um,
1: Attorney General, what is his name? Uh, Daniel Coonboy. Yes, that guy. Daniel Coonboy, Poolboy Cameron.
0: Um, that he was no better than the black people who sold our. Ancestors into slavery, because as we all know, white folks couldn't have just walked up, strolled up into Africa and just been like, hey, we're taking you with us if a few of us is not cooperating in the system. And so she equated Daniel Cameron to that. And the next morning or that Monday morning, every single major news platform had to touch on and speak on the fact that Megan Thee Stallion made those statements. Nobody was concerned about what she performed. Nobody was concerned about the lyrical content of what she performed, except for you niggas. Except for y'all. Because y'all don't want nobody to speak up unless they are presented the right way. So people were actually mad because they said that if she was going to make that kind of statement, then she should have dropped the new song that spoke to the issues and why she gotta speak up about Breonna Taylor, but she's still making songs about popping Coochie. What?
1: Listen. You heard I, me. I, I say this again, over and over and over. Okay. I, I, okay, if, you, if you're if trying to put yourself in a group of people that call themselves black people in America, right? Um, stop telling other black people what the fuck to do. Okay. Stop trying to equate black people to what your idea of being black is. Um, blackness is it comes in many shapes, forms, fashions. You know, there are a lot of things that we celebrate. It was kind of like the the strippers um doing the, the go to the polls situation, right? Right, right. There are much worse things out here going especially on, especially
0: because those strippers saying go to the poll addressed a whole bunch of issues that your favorite rappers did not address in their let me make a protest song because that's the cool thing to do right now songs right which also had their place absolutely because what was said in that um take your booty get your booty to the pole psa was information that i didn't have but that doesn't mean that everybody didn't have it and it doesn't mean that information that i already knew that everybody knows the shit that i already know you know what i'm saying like there's no right way to protest. There's no right way to speak up. There's no here, right way. to But here's the thing, right?
2: Issue. When,
1: when you know, we're we're cool with guns and we're cool with all these other things that go on, but we're not okay with strippers. Like, think about it. I mean, seriously. Like, let's let's just let's call it misogynist. Let's start calling things what they are. Let's call racist shit racist. Let's mm-hmm. call misogynistic things misogynistic. Let's call idiotic things idiotic hmm I'm like that. Niggas go to the strip club. Everybody goes to the strip club. White people go to the strip club. Black people go to the strip club. Asian people go to the strip club. It's a it's a thing. In 2020, and for the entirety of history, sex workers have been doing their motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. Congressmen, uh presidents, whatever. It's normal, fam. It is absolutely normal. Okay, your pastor being in a strip club, okay? Let's talk maybe, about Maybe maybe he don't be there regularly, but he's been. Oh, he's been there. He be in there sneaking in the back, especially since now you can wear a mask.
0: <laughs> and I mean, and here's the thing, like strip clubs may not be your thing, and that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. But so just let people enjoy their enjoyment. My thing is, who else went on Saturday night live and made this statement? Again, the next day, nobody was talking about what she performed. I still don't know what she performed.
1: But we, know, moment. but we know Darren, Daniel Cameron's trash.
0: But we know Daniel Cameron's trash. We know she called him out. We know he saw it because he responded to the shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we know that because of what she did on Saturday Night Live, white people were have, were forced to have the conversation about the fact that Daniel Cameron is trash over and over again. We had to. We finally got a little bit of the transcripts from the grand jury of deliberations. We finally got some some um, body cam footage from the actual illegal no knock warrant that was served at um, her house.
1: We we got a lot. We got one of the officers saying that the the premise of the warrant was false. Literally, the reason why they got the warrant was some bullshit. Okay, right. the cop said that. Brianna was having packages from her ex-boyfriend delivered to her house. He actually had no proof, and the other cops in his department, in the Louisville Police Department, said that he trumped that shit up to get a warrant. Mm -hmm. So, y'all murdered this lady, and then y'all made us watch the SWAT team go in, because the cowards who killed her fell back, they took the boyfriend, they left her body there. Then the SWAT team went in, and for six fucking minutes, they tried to pretend like they was clearing a two bedroom apartment where you knew it was only one person left in there. Right. They in there searching. Ain't nobody helping this lady on the ground dying.
0: Right. right? And all an you actual bitches. an actual person who devoted her life to doing exactly that to saving but,
1: but, lives. But hold on, but hold on. But today, now they're posting pictures of her with guns. But wait, aren't they legal? I mean, is it not legal to have an AR fifteen? Isn't that the thing that y'all? White mm-hmm. folks talk about all day the not when it's us and, and the NRA.
0: Not, not when it's us. We're at the Philando Castile. We already know how, right. how, okay. how Milwaukee feel about that. Right, right,
1: right. So so basically. We've already seen it. Wait, so you mean there's a double standard in the United States? So you mean like black yes. people can't do what everybody else does? I would have never guessed Holy that. Holy shit. What Governor Pence said, or whatever the fuck, Vice President, whatever he is now. Pence said that there is no systemic racism it's really convenient for y'all white motherfuckers to tell black people what goes on in our lives. right? Because I'm not trying to tell you what goes on in your life. You're not going to tell me. You're not going to tell me. I've been black for 40 years and I got hundreds of years of history in my family, in my friends, and we all experienced the same bullshit. Homeboy Price that got killed, he got killed trying to be civil, trying to break up a fight, trying to shake the cop's hand and they said he was a good black i mean he was on he was on the internet praising the police so and you know what he still dead at the hands of police so you know y'all going y'all gonna put whoever does anything black people through the mud you know when white people up and down florida doing all kinds of crazy shit eating people and you know people in the midwest doing literally
0: whatever. lunging at police with a weapon in their hand and they always and get taken. Somehow in. living to talk about it.
1: Oh, uh, these fools tried to kidnap a sitting governor and they are in custody.
0: Okay, but you guys, like your president's um, finances are being investigated currently. So, you know, <laughs> shit. Fuck it all. Goddamn. You know what? <sighs> uh, Whoopi Goldberg I- is making sister, sister Act 3. So, Thank you. that? I'm, I'm, I'm here that.
1: for it. Too. I love Whoopi, man.
0: Real quick, while we're on that topic, before we move on to the other topic, I just wanted to share Mm -hmm. that uh, on today, NPR dropped the first two episodes of a new podcast called Louder Than a Riot, co-hosted by my homie, my former editor, um, Rodney Carmichael. Hey. Hey. And it is basically a podcast about the history of protest music in rap. Nice. So y'all go check that out. Support the homie. And also, you know, this is how we get more shit, like, the shit that we want. So, and I know y'all, and I know I'll be the first one to look at y'all crazy because y'all try to use that um, that train of thinking when it comes to, like, trash-ass movies. And I'll be trying to tell y'all that, like, just because it's a Black movie doesn't mean, like, I don't want them to make more of that. Because that one is not really great. Like, I get what you're saying. But, you know, this this is going to be great. I know he's been working on it for quite a while. Also, it's NPR. So you already know that they're, like, super quality controlling. also, it's Rodney. And so you know that it's not going to be some shit that's going to a- piss us off. Like, right. some respectability politics shit. So y'all go check that out when you get a chance. Um, On to the queen. Robin, Rihanna. Not fentanyl, but fenty.
1: So, a lot of folks had issues with Rihanna this week. Um, well, first, people were happy about Rihanna. Like oh, absolutely, absolutely. Second. I just want to get the bad news out the way, and oh. and I'm going to be objective, right? I actually lost a follower on Twitter over this shit. Um, you know, uh, there was a, a Muslim young lady. I'm not sure her ethnic background completely. Uh, I'm going to venture to say she's most likely Arabic. And she had some things to say about what Rihanna did. Now, what Rihanna did was ignorant, right? And she acknowledged that because she didn't know. Well, you got to say what she did. So she played parts of the prayer, a Muslim prayer or hadith, in um, I think it was one of the songs at uh, at a fashion show. Yes, was it
2: that
0: was okay. part of a uh, Islamic hadith uh, used. During the Savage by Fenty show, which was right. uh, televised for Prime this year,
1: yeah. um, so she wasn't she she says that she wasn't aware of of you know what it was, which is obvious because I mean how many listen we saw how America reacted when they found out Muslims lived among us. I grew up in Philly, okay. Half my family is is Muslim, practicing like real Muslim, not like. Farrakhan, FOI, none of that, not being pies. I'm talking about go to Jumar, wake up every day, pray five times a day, you know, make pilgrimage, those types of things. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's normal to me. That's normal to people in New York. That's normal to people in, you know, that's normal to people in Detroit. That's normal to people in a lot of places where there are Muslim populations. But once again, we're in America and a lot of people don't fucking know shit. Okay, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, she wasn't aware. Um, she got reprimanded as she should have, but this girl said something about black people, right? This Muslim person says something about man, you know, black people be, and I was just like, okay, sis. What did she say? I. She called out black people for you know she she referred to Rihanna as, and at for she called out Rihanna for what she did and then related it to things that black people do, and my question was. Isn't Islam a religion of people, right? It's not a religion of a lot of black specific Muslims ethnics. In I mean, you know, it it's a world religion. We know this, right. right? So for her to call out blacks, you know, even if she was just talking about America, American black people, which a lot of people like to do that, and you know, even black people like to do that. Um, it was just it was it was too ignorant for my taste. It was it so was here
0: so here's what the What's at issue, right? What's at issue is that um, Arabic is a language, right? Spoken in a lot of parts of the world. Um, Obviously, most Muslim prayers in their traditional format are in Arabic, right? Um, So whoever decided to play this song, evidently nothing about it said to them, hey, this might be a prayer. And so we might want to check out what's being said. Which is a valid, like, you know, Rihanna's apology said that it was a careless but honest mistake, which I get. Like, I get that you could pick a song and not necessarily go and see what the song is saying.
1: Yeah, and and I think we all gotta be more aware because I, I try to be personally better with that type of thing and not appropriate or misrepresent other people's cultures if I don't understand them completely. So you just okay. can't take, it's like getting a, a, a you know, you, oh, this Chinese. So it's like
0: taking Chance the Rapper, um, Drown, the song Drown by Chance the Rapper and playing it. So my question is, was the offense the fact that it was text from the Quran or was the offense the fact that it was used in that setting? Both. Because somebody put it in a song before Rih- Rihanna put it on a, in, in a fashion show.
1: Probably the context in which it was used. Gotcha. I don't know. Was it was it a a, a song song? Like whose song was? Yeah, it? it was
0: a song song. It was a song called "Doom" by an artist named M- Cuckoo Chloe, a London-based producer.
1: Okay, I can hear that. I don't. Yeah. Well, who knows how that was? How how that song's gone over. Um, and I
0: mean, but, it might have been like the, equi- whatever the the Muslim equivalent is of a gospel song. It might have been a song that was created, but I, I've seen, I this. Don't the, think only reason, supposed the only, to put, only reason I know these, this is because when I was watching, and this sounds stupid to say, it, but I mean, it, you know, fuck it. It is what it is. We don't know anything about other cultures until we are until we're put face to face with that culture most of us right i'm pre-
1: i'm pretty sure you're not supposed to put hadith in rap songs
0: no 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 not in a rap song i don't know that it was a rap song right. i think that it was you know it was a producer what i was going to say is um there's a show shit i i just blanked on what it's called rami it was on um Rami, I think it's it's Rami Youssef's show. I think.
1: Yeah, Rami comes on uh
0: on uh com- comedy central, right? Oh, he's got a Hulu show. I don't know. I, he pretty it's on Hulu. It. Yeah, you're right. It's on Hulu. Um, so Rami Youssef is an American stand-up comedian of Egyptian descent. He has a comedy series called Rami. Um, and in that series, it kind of gives you a glimpse at like because you got to think about the fact that there are devout Muslim teenagers who are still kind of into the shit that we're into, but don't necessarily, can't necessarily indulge in it in its full pagan, whatever the, you know, Muslim equivalent of pagan form, right? Same way that that, that gospel rap came out, right? Gospel rap came about because you got kids who are super duper Christian, who don't want to listen to, you know, songs about guns and sex and violence or whatever. It's an art form. People adapted it to their lifestyle.
1: Okay? Well, without, without, without getting too far so, the, No, no,
0: no. What I was saying with that is that there are, like, actual, like, pop versions of some of these prayers. Yeah, There are things that these
1: kids listen to. The, the last thing I'll say about that is Islam is a lot more strict religion than Christianity. Absolutely. And, and there's a lot more things that are haram. A lot more things that are haram. Um, I mean, not just... No, but what I'll say is there's a lot more things that are haram that Muslims adhere to. So... Right. Of course, people are going to do things. I just, I have to go back and look because I didn't hear the song. I just knew about the context and what she used. And it's probably the context more, but people were offended and they had the right to be offended. Absolutely. And she had the right to apologize and say, you know what? I didn't know my bad. And that's cool. We do that. And now we move on. So, And we would
0: feel the same way if somebody took an English song. Like I felt the same way there was a french film on netflix and that's why i kind of rolled my eyes when y'all were when people were so mad at um at that one show because i think netflix picks up content um and i don't know i don't know i don't know how the process is but regardless there was a french film on netflix called west coast i think it was about some young white boys in some small town in france who were obsessed with wu-tang clan and I watched a smooth six minutes of that movie because these four little white boys kept referring to each other as my nigga. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not doing this with y'all today. Um, so I can understand, you know, we would feel the same way if somebody with a huge, huge, huge platform somewhere else took an American song, took a song in English and did not bother to check and see what the context of the song was. So, you know.
1: Here's my question. We've
0: learned today, thanks to But if y'all are going to use something foreign in your art, just make sure you know what the fuck it's saying. It's not that
1: hard. Is that a real thing, though? Do kids in France do that? Probably. Okay, well, then I'm okay with it. I mean, because kids in the Midwest do it. I'm just saying in in art, like in a show, just because, you know... I mean, art's, you know, sometimes... If it's trying to tell a story, but I would have to see the context. Context always matters, so... The story, again, is
0: these kids are obsessed with American rappers, and so they're talking like American rappers. Right,
1: because that's all, and they probably barely know English. Yeah. <laughs> so they just yeah. know
0: the- <laughs> and they have no, and they pro- and I and I guarantee you, because again, these are kids in this movie, so they're like 12, eleven, ten. They don't know it's offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're just not gonna know. It's just like you know, like anyway. The moral of the story is, you guys, like the world is a very global place, and it really takes no time at all for you to
1: just run something through Google Translate. <laughs> Or you if, know, if that you want to work. And, with. and if if you don't, it's a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we just we just roll on. So let's let's get back into Rihanna stand mode. I'm I'm here for it. But the
0: reason why I was saying that y'all don't reserve Rihanna is because, you know, women have been talking for a very long time about how since she came out with Fenty, with Savage by Fenty, that her models have traditionally been unconventional. Like that's what she does. Even when she did Fenty Beauty, um, there's a young lady, I don't know her name, um, but she's a model. Her name's on the tip of my tongue. She's a model. She has a a gap in the front of her teeth. Um, and I think she's very, anyway, like people know her because of Fenty, because when she came out with the, with the cosmetics, she got a bunch of women who are not your traditional version of pretty. When she dropped Savage by Fenty, she got a bunch of different body types. Like I constantly see women pop up on my timeline in Savage by Fenty ads that look like me or, you know, something close, something big or something smaller, whatever. So uh, this year, Savage dropped a line of men's underwear. And one of the ads portrayed a gentleman who I don't even think he's that big to me. Like he really don't even look like he's that big. But, apparently, men who are of that size didn't know that women find that attractive. There's a whole thread on Twitter of Black men, like, discovering that, you know, they could be a little on the heftier side. And women are with it. I mean, you know,
1: I, I get it. And, and, you know, I'm pretty sure some women have discovered that there are men in anything I mean, into similar things. You know, there's everything for everybody. I mean, somebody likes something. Right. Ultimately, I think it was dope because it bolsters our self-perception. You know what I'm saying? Like, self-esteem is is where that general... Like, there's somebody for everybody. Somebody thinks you're the most gorgeous person in the world. And that's to everybody out here listening and watching. Um, (laughs) Yes, you too, Todd. I said everybody. Everybody. I'm just joking. Right. But, you know... But I mean, you know, sometimes we you don't wake up and feel that way about ourselves. That is real. So representation matters, y'all.
0: Representation matters. It's really, really important. And I thought that was dope. Because, like, I personally did not think that men even dealt with that kind of self-esteem issues. Shit, Let me
1: tell you something. I'm over here gaining all types of COVID weight. And I was absolutely hating it. Like, today's the first day I woke up and I didn't feel swole. oh. Aw. And, you know, luckily I got somebody to, to bounce that off of, but, you know, it's it it we deal with that too because there's pressure out here to look like a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. same way there's pressure on women, there's pressure on men. And especially in, in 2020 where it's, you know, this weird gym culture, that's actually uh, capitalism um, infecting society with this. We got to look a certain way. We got to go to the gym. You know, so it, it, it's it's hard out here for a pimp. So shout out to the big dudes, you know, getting love. I mean, I've known that was a thing, but, you know, it's good to see it be on the mainstream. Thank you, Rihanna. Indeed.
0: Um, but yeah, there's somebody for everybody and everything you say can piss somebody off because apparently uh, Cardi B also pissed somebody off by posting an event... Um in support of an Armenian fundraiser?
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. And yeah.
0: And then What's she had to come problem? back and say, I'm sorry we didn't do our research. Because they said that uh she supports so I'm trying to
1: read to to read through it real quick. So, um in the meantime while you're doing that there's a war going on between uh, Armenia Armenian Azerbaijan Azerbaijan. Right.
0: Um so it was promoting a virtual fundraiser for Armenia that led to suggestions that she was supporting terrorism work. because in the conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan um over a particular region called nargono Karabakh uh they have been, you know, I mean, listen, when a war is going on, each side believes the other side is wrong. The
1: other side's wrong, right? So 100%. So, you know, I, I think, and here's, here's why I think she did it. And it's the same reason why I would probably do it. I have tons of Armenian friends. There you go. Know. Like, I have, I have lots and lots and lots of Armenian people that I've grown up with, business partners, friends, people who I hold dear and their families are, you know, for I mean, even if you know the history of Armenia, Armenia went through a genocide. You exactly. Um, so My first frame of reference to
0: Armenia is a We Are The World type song that a bunch of French artists did for Armenia in the 90s. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever recall hearing the word Armenia.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it it's tough being in that position where Cardi B's got to apologize. But, you know, I also saw Tinashe, uh send out prayers. You know, like I said, especially if you live in L.A., you know, and you live anywhere near Glendale where there's a huge Armenian population. You know, if you live in New York uh, where there's a huge Armenian population, like you live in D- uh, uh, Michigan where there's a huge Armenian population. Like these are people that we know. And, you know, what we know about Armenia, we know through them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a war. I don't know the specifics of the war, but I might support something. I my like, yo, my, my people over there are going through some shit. You know, whatever. So, uh, you know, you you can't please um, everybody.
0: The uh, the um, Kardashians are Armenian. Absolutely. And so are um, uh, what's their names? The twins, the Hawk twins, Malika and Khadija. Oh, okay. that's where that's apparently where their connection comes from. J- uh, J- so you J- know, Jay Jay Hash is Armenian. Um, you know, it's 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 almost the same thing between like Ethiopia and Eritrea. Like many of us did not know about the conflict. Many of us, you know, like a lot of people came under fire um, because they were comparing um uh Nipsey Hustle to Haile Selassie, not knowing that Nipsey's family technically was Eritrean and that the Eritreans were persecuted by. The larger when they they used to be part of one country and then Eritrea got their independence. Like it's very very small succinct things and for people to just take it to the extreme on social media and just be like, oh, uh, Cardi B supports terrorism.
1: Well, no. So, but here's the weird thing. This is how it actually happened, right? So, they w- w- for whatever reason she didn't. She said that Harnoff set was selling off a property and the guy said, hey, can you share this or whatever, right? So she shares it thinks it's for a good cause. People from Azerbaijan tweeted at her. Now, Cardi B's got fans worldwide. So, right. once again, these people are in a conflict. So, the people from that country are like, no, Cardi, you can't support that. And it's like, listen, y'all got shit going on. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me, fam. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, and, and, and that's where it gets, it's slippery slope. Because, you know, people go on a vacation in Azerbaijan or whatever and blah, blah, blah. But that's the rest of the world. The rest of the world, they go to war often. They have conflict, shit be happening in a whole bunch of places in Africa and the Middle East and all these places this shit's normal. You know what I'm saying? So if in you Los Angeles, damn, California. You wearing the damn wrong kente cloth or some shit, you know, one tribe's going to be like, man, why are you wearing the tribe? That's my rival tribe. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So, I mean, you just you know, social media, you just can't really fault. We just all Sorry need to just take that. a break. We all need to time out. And this is why people hate being famous, man, once they get there. Like, because the the level of scrutiny is ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, we're going to run through
0: a couple really good, quick headlines. Um, Royce59 has launched the Ryan Montgomery Foundation, which is a foundation that is working to destigmatize mental health and mental illness. Uh, He says, as a person of color who has seen a therapist for many years now, I know how important it is to talk about your issues with an unbiased mental health care professional. Um, My people often think seeking a therapist is taboo. It's my mission to dispel that myth and give light to those who believe there is no way out of the darkness. And so the foundation, which obviously is named after him, has a mission to empower underprivileged communities through advocacy, education, and personal enrichment by implementing sustainable community programs that give individuals and families access to resources, and opportunities needed to achieve their fullest potential. So it's not like they're gonna make access to mental health care easier for uh, for you folks. And what's today? Today's the eighth. So on the 10th, um, he is going to be doing an appearance in Detroit on uh, Mind Matters with Dr. Michelle uh, to talk about this uh, this initiative and what they plan on doing. So I'm sure that there's gonna be some kind of online version of that um where was the other one outcast is celebrating the 20th anniversary of synconia there's a bunch of like content that's going to be dropping online i wrote some stuff for uh for their label so hopefully you get to read that but what they have also done is released um previously unreleased remixes of a bunch of their songs
1: you know when we talk about outcast it kind of makes me sad because Why? every time we say outcast it doesn't feel like andre 3000 is excited or gives a shit about anything that he's done in the past it's, i just don't feel it from you know it just feels like a and i want to celebrate like all these great things about outcast but it just feels like It feels like when you talk to um, Kevin Powell about his appearance on the real world, (laughs) he tries to make it seem like it never happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, and it's not that he's, it's just like, yeah, I don't really do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like um, until like he just pops up on a random verse, but you know, I don't know, man. It's it's just, it's, it's weird. It's just a weird energy surrounding uh, when they try to do stuff like that. Like who's actually, is he celebrating that? Like, I, I, think, I love to celebrate it because it's one of my favorite groups. So, it's been, you know, as much as I can talk about Outkast or listen to their music, I will. But it just doesn't feel like he's engaged. Um, I think that he is. I think that when they were doing the anniversary, when they
0: were doing the, um, the At Last, um, well, it was At Last here in Atlanta, but when they did that tour, I feel like he was excited about it. I don't think that he was there begrudgingly. I think that he was excited about doing it. Um, but I don't know, that's a very good question. I'm gonna try to see if I can get somebody who knows him to answer that question. But for like, how does reasons. he feel
1: about his old raps? It, it reminds me of the way the way No Malice is, the way Gene is towards the clip stuff. And he, but, but we know his reason. You know what I'm saying? We, we understand why. With Andres, not so much of I don't understand why it's clearly you weren't even killing nobody on records, man.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, right. man. Right.
0: <laughs> uh so okay, they are re-releasing a bunch of bundles. Um including Bombs over Baghdad, Miss Jackson, So Fresh, So Clean. Um I don't know if those are not currently available. I feel like I've listened to them before, uh, but there's a, okay. Oh, no, no, no. So it's a bundle with like remixes for each of these um, songs, including the instrumental acapella and remix versions of the in state of the art 16 bit sound. Mm. Um, and then there's three previously unreleased remixes of Bombs Over Baghdad by Cutmaster Swift, Rage Against the Machine, Zach de la Rocha, and Beat Bullies. I'm here for that. I am here for that as well. Even though Bombs Over Baghdad is a pretty perfect song.
1: I I would really like, because I was just watching a video the other day. And I mean, that was an amazing visual, amazing song, song, like everything about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm here for it. I mean, their music is so experimental. I'll allow it. Like, I just, I would love to see what it sounds like. Yeah, me too. You know, we'll we'll forget about it. But if not. Me too, me too.
0: And then they're going to re-release the project itself in 24-bit and 360 reality audio on October 30th. Um, with remixes of Miss Jackson and So Fresh, So Clean. It's So Fresh, So Clean Remix featuring Snoop Dogg.
1: Mm.
0: Have you heard that before?
1: I have not. Oh.
0: Um, So yeah, and in there, selling some vinyl. So you can go and uh, pre-order the vinyl as well. Uh, Busta Rhymes has officially announced the date for ELE 2 Extension Level Event 2 comes out October 30th. Yeah, buddy. And he did that. When he did that, he announced it on the internet with a video. He released the cover. The cover's pretty dope. Um, It's a skeleton wearing a mask, but the mask kind of looks like uh, one of those uh, Mortal Kombat, like what's his name? The yellow dude. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Sub Zero. Yes. I mean, Scorpion. Sorry.
0: One One of the two, because you know they were the same character in different colors. Um, (laughs) There's also. They're not. I mean, they look you know, the same.
1: They were rivals. They're from rival but They look plans. the
0: same. Anyway,
1: they had on the same costume.
0: That's what I meant. Same, yes. you know, same mask. Uh, there is a short film that he released via Twitter and Instagram. It's about three minutes long. Um, and then yesterday or today, when he was so very happy about dropping the cover, he also released a snippet of a song featuring ODB. Nice. So. Listen, Busta Rhymes has been very clear about the fact that he's dropping this project uh, to compete with every new nigga that's currently out. Like, he is dropping a competitive rap album. Like, he's dropping something that is going to fit and stand out in today's climate. As he should. Um, as he should. So, y'all got that to look forward to? You don't,
1: you don't have to be old nigga rap, bro. You don't yeah. have to. Especially if you're Busta Rhymes. Do you're charismatic... And you know what to do on these these beats, you know. Get with somebody that's and you know. Do you think?
0: You don't have to do that, uh, big boy. That was the thing that I was looking for before when I was got when I got confused. Big boy is executive producing a hip hop crime dramedy, drama comedy called Government Word. Records. It's gonna be shot here in Atlanta. And it centers around two ATF agents that work with the Atlanta Police Department and the FBI to pose as music moguls in order to infiltrate the local hip-hop scene. Oh. The investigation's goal is to bring down a crime ring that is run by a 1990s-era recording artist named Sugar Key. I'm not mad. Interesting. Did I also tell you that there is another show that HBO just greenlit uh, about some vampires. Did I tell you about that?
1: Mm-mm. No vampires. <laughs> What's the twist, though?
0: Okay. It's called Thirst. And it's about a, you know, centuries-old coven of vampires. Okay. But in the modern era, they specifically are posing as a rap crew and feeding on rappers in Atlanta. Y'all should see how big I'm smiling. Like that shit what? made me so excited and happy.
1: When network is this coming out? The people who brought you true
0: blood. The people who brought you true this, blood.
1: This could be so good. Yes. And so you know what what the problem is? Huh. The problem is that when I think of black horror shit. You think of Vampire Brooklyn? Not, not only that, I think, of, comes I think together. Of <laughs> in a, like I got think of caricatures. I think of Tales from the Hood. Like, you think of all the wrong things. You know what? Thank God. Bones was so bad. (laughs) Oh, God, it was terrible. Thank God for Lovecraft Country because that does indeed give me hope that somebody, that that this will be a serious undertaking and that this will be knocked out the park. Because I would love to see more Black people doing shit as long as it's not, you know. But I'm just, I'm still a little like, you know, I got a little uh, PTSD from. Uh, old, <laughs> from old shit, you I'm just, I'm be, be honest, y'all. This says
0: that Thirst follows a bright yet arrogant Atlanta rapper whose dreams of making it big may come true when he joins the scene's hottest rap group. His ambition, however, blinds him to the group's big secret. They're a family of vampires with a lineage that goes back centuries. Nice.
1: I'm excited. I am as well. I'm excited. Let's Very keep... much so. As y'all can see, I'm a nerd, so I'm all about this type of shit. Uh, so, um, Jada Pinkett Smith this week
0: introduced the next phase of the Red Table Talk uh, empire, I guess, uh-huh. which is um, spearheaded by Gloria Stefan, her niece, and her daughter. So, same okay. concept in which Gloria Stefan is the grandmother generation. The niece, I guess, is young enough to be her daughter. And then Gloria's actual daughter is much younger than the niece. Uh the niece is an actress in um in in the Latin world. Their daughter, Gloria Stefan, and her husband's daughter is a musician in her own right. Uh, and I'm like, duh, of course she is. She's the daughter of the Miami sound machine. And yeah, so they kicked that off yesterday with the first episode. And I was like, Y'all better go after this this Latino money.
1: Yeah, why not? So is it Y'all like better is it like Rojo Talk Table?
0: No, it's Red Top Table, the Estefans.
1: Oh, okay. That's much better.
0: Yes. See? And it's, you know, it's, it's very much Miami Latinos, which is that Miami Latinos. Miami was the first place, I think, where people figured out that there is a way to, or there's a need to market to a Latinx community that sees itself equally Latin as they do American. Like they're both. So it's, in English, but you know, they're gonna slip in some Spanish words every so often because that's how people who speak well, that's how they really talk. talk. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, so you know, that dropped yesterday. The first episode dropped yesterday, and the first episode is actually about how um Gloria's niece found out that her husband was cheating on her.
1: Mm. So they went right places. there. Gotta bring in, our, bring in our, 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 our sisters and brothers to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, and you know, I'm. I'm very um, Latino, Latina, I'm very Hispanic, community adjacent, growing up, Caribbean household, growing up in heavy Spanish neighborhoods, Spanish and black neighborhoods. I'm here for it, like, Mm -hmm. I think it's fine. And the reason why I'm here for it is because we're, you know, besides the language barrier, I mean, we're the same, and I mean that literally in many regards, you know what I'm saying, so. Especially West Indian people. Right. So West
0: Indian people, whether you speak French, Spanish or English, we are very, very similar. Exactly.
1: You know, and literally same genes, same all that shit. So, you know, I'm definitely here for it. I think we need more of this um, because America tries to drive a wedge between us. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is dope. This is dope.
0: So they the two goals for the spinoff is one to highlight the beauty of working with family and to break down barriers for Latinx repre- representation in American media, um, and so they're hoping to bridge the gaps in how Hollywood highlights Latin American entertainers and their culture beyond just Latin Heritage Month, which I believe is October. So kudos to them. Red Table Talk: The Estefans is live now on Facebook. Uh, Red. Table Talk, the original, is not going anywhere. And this week, uh, Jada and M welcomed Ice Cube to discuss his contract with Black America. So if you're interested in any of this interesting... Well, I mean, I guess it's not really... Shouldn't be surprising coming from the who was, you know, founding member of Niggas With Attitudes. Absolutely. Uh,
1: Ice Cube has had some very... Um, I mean, if you know any of his content even past that, it was all pro-Black... You know he's been about this shit, so yeah.
0: So y'all can uh, y'all can go check that out, and um, I think that's because we're running out of time because I gotta go. But I don't know if you want to come back and talk about music, and we can finish the news. What you want to
1: do? Um, nah, let's keep it brief this week. want to just
0: mention a few Uh, things. All right, so real quick, um, Spotify has launched a a weekly album chart. So there's a Spotify chart now. Y'all can go check that out. Um, I'm going to put a pin in this, and we'll come back next week and talk about this. Uh, Hip Hop DX released a list of the best hip hop albums of 2020 so far. Um, And just looking at the cover, I only recognized one cover, so I don't know if I'm... if I'm oh uh, qualified God. for
1: this conversation. And <laughs> the
0: McDonald's is trolling y'all once again. So the Travis Scott meal is now
1: gone. And we got the J Balvin they meal.
0: launched the J Balvin meal, which is equally as unimpressive.
1: Super. But they better have that damn uh, ice cream machine working because it comes oh. with a McFlurry.
0: I mean, I, maybe that's the exciting part. Maybe like the, they're bound and obligated to keep a working uh,
1: ice cream machine. They better, because uh, if I could, if, you know, listen, man, listen. We just talked about the, uh, that heavy Latino energy, Latina, you know what I'm saying? So if y'all come, if they come for their damn uh, J Balvin meal and that ain't right, man. You got to deal with the homies, bro. The J Balvin meal is
0: a Big Mac with no pickles which I'm already, this is going to be a no for me right there because I order everything <laughs> with
1: heavy pickles.
0: Um, French fries with regular regular ketchup and an Oreo McFlurry. That's I'm just coming. like,
1: yo, can we like really like uh, Here's the part that really saddens me, right? So I thought this was going to be an opportunity because you, you, you bring somebody that's from, uh, J Balvin's from Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got somebody from a different culture. The cool thing about McDonald's in other places is they don't have the same menus right? So this was an opportunity to really do some international shit, and y'all just made it some really corny blend shit.
0: Y'all yeah, really could have gave me some some
1: Sasson-flavored fries. Like, y'all could have, like, you know, in in Latin America, they eat, like, uh, you know, sweetbreads breads for, for, like, Desayuno and all different kind of stuff, like Criollo and all this other stuff, and y'all just gave us a damn Big Mac with no pickles, bro? Like, really? Yeah. I feel like McDonald's is
0: trolling y'all because watch this shit gonna do just as well as um, oh, you as know, a Travis Scott joint. You know the merch going crazy because I'm I'm sad I didn't get no Travis Scott merch. Well, merch maybe that's fun. what it is. Maybe they know that nobody gives a fuck about these sandwiches, but people but are they here for the do
1: push. these cats is yo they like swamped yo they swamped McDonald's for these Travis Scott meals. They really did. Like My they was running one. out of they was running out of supplies and everything. Like they ran out of bacon. How you run out of bacon? We in America. My nephew definitely got thing. one. Oh uh, so, um, yeah. yeah shout listen, shout to the ad agency that came up. Whoever is right. Okay, because we gotta we gotta start and I'm gonna go on like ad week. I'm gonna start going on those ad websites. It's it's people like McGarry Bowen and all these other ad agencies and these brilliant people who come up with these campaigns. Okay, it's not McDonald's, nobody at McDonald's is this fucking mm-hmm. smart. Somebody, probably some cool ass black woman. Is sitting at a desk and she came up with this shit and uh she ain't even getting paid what she should be getting paid because you should have equity when you come up with these kind of ideas.
0: Right, you absolutely should. Um but you know, but but still I really want like for somebody to have made it a better meal, regardless. Um, I saw a few names pop up this week that I, you know, they have been a little quiet on the music front. Um I see uh, Dage Loaf back with a joint from True to the Game 2. The song is called Star. It's Dage Loaf, Nicole Buss, and Dave East. Uh, Jade Aiko also dropped a song called Vote, which is from Blackish's uh, voting special that they ran over the weekend. I think it aired on Sunday. Um, who else did I see that I was like, oh, okay. Uh Lil Wayne did a song for uh Prime Video or Prime TV. I guess NFL on Thursday airs on Prime now. Yeah. Yep. And so yo, let me tell you something. Y'all watch um Amazon. Amazon making moves on the super low over
1: there. They, they have. They they've been doing it for a little while. I mean, they got some, some really good content. And they they've been stockpiling content for a while. So if you just get into Amazon, they got tons of shows. I mean, they got shows with the uh, the homie from uh, from the wire. Play Marlowe, like he's on a joint. Uh, Miss mazel is amazing. They got um, the boys, which I'm, 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 I, oh, yeah, the boys I, I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind because they
0: pissed me off. Oh my that god, that show sucks. makes me so mad! Oh my god, Girl, that, that show makes me so wild. mad!
1: Like you just be watching it, yo. Wait till you catch up. Holy shit. oh man. Um, and
0: and and uh, what's it? Homelander is definitely currently running the country, but that's another oh. conversation for another day. Uh, but they're the same brand of fucking crazy. I
1: Shorty might be running the country, whatever the fucking Oh,
0: I know who you're talking about. Um, Lil Wayne dropped NFL featuring Gutta Gutta and Hoodie Baby. Uh, Lil Duval remade Don't Worry Be Happy with a 2020 twist in the lyrics, but it's literally the same. Don't worry. Um, featuring a verse by T.I. In the video, at one point, they pull up in a Phantom to a bridge in Atlanta, and they're hanging out with homeless people in the midst of a pandemic with no masks. So, but hey, don't worry. (laughs) I mean, you know what, knowing Tip and knowing the camp over there, I'm sure that they didn't just pull up and shoot a video and leave. Like, I'm sure that there was something done for the community also. I would like to believe.
1: I saw Tip give out his phone number today. I had to text my uh, my buddy and I said, "Hey, I said, why is, I said why is Tip giving out his phone number?" She said, "Oh yeah, you know album." I said, "Oh okay." okay it's that buddy. text app. That makes sense. Yeah. It,
0: it's one of those text apps that they stole from Ryan Leslie. Um, K it, it might be Ryan Leslie's though. K Camp went and tapped Fable for a song called "Tatted Up," and I was really, really excited. But K Camp refuses to be the ratchet nigga that I need him to be. Mm. But it's a decent. It's a decent trapper, trap, trap R and B joint. Uh, Kate Trinata went and tapped To for a new joint called uh, "Where Did I Lose It." I lost it. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's called "The Worst in Me." Mm. Video is kind of sexy. Um, LMA is back with not, a, not another love song, which you know people are saying is the new boot up, and I'm hoping it's not because I'm kind of tired of y'all LMAing me to death and Usher dropped the single from Jingle Jangle that completely made me unexcited for the movie.
1: Yeah, that, that was, um I don't know what was going on with that song.
0: It sounds like the song at the end of the movie, like the song when the credits run. Yeah.
1: Well, you know so I am excited for? What's that? Franchise remix.
0: Yes, they went and got Future for the remix. Yes. Very excited about that. Uh, that song debuted at number one, just like, um, what's his name? Oh, man, why am I blanking on this man's name right now? Travis? No, not Travis. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly just gave Black oh, uh, yeah. Bad Boy their first number one album in the decade.
1: Yes. Because he still wow. signed to Bad Boy. He signed to Bad Boy. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Take it to my downfall. BK, top the billboard charts. It's his first number one. And it's uh, Bad Boy's first number one in 10 years.
1: Um, He caught one of those weeks. And that's no slight to him, but he caught one of those. But it was
0: low-key a heavy week. Like, I've been hearing a lot about... um, Eh. You say N?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it was heavy.
0: But it wasn't light.
1: It was kind of light.
0: It was kind of light, you think?
1: Yeah, it was kind of light.
0: Um, I heard a lot about uh well obviously Twenty One Savage and Savage Mode two dropped,
1: uh featuring Morgan Freeman. I don't know how that one didn't, but you know, um, and I'm I'm thinking about Black Pink. Like, why didn't I mean? Because I think Black Pink came out the same week.
0: Um, I think Black Pink was the week before. The
1: week before or was okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was okay. Yeah, so basically, so basically, I think, and, and that's not to say that other stuff didn't come out, but I think as far as like like heavy like things that people were really like anticipating, I think Savage Mode was the only thing. But still, I think Savage Mode is still uh, it, it's wild to see the growth. I think Savage Mode came in number two, but it's really wild to see the growth of Twenty One Savage every time he drops something, mm-hmm. um, and this one did really, really well. So. You know. Yeah, and you I think it's
0: one of those albums that's going to
1: continue
2: to
0: grow because they kind of dropped it out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, they announced exactly. it on a Tuesday. Right. Whereas Machine Gun Kelly's been dropping music this whole quarantine. Having. Yeah, the whole yeah. time,
1: like sitting mm-hmm. on his porch, like singing, you know, songs or whatever. So no, but course, also, down. you know, Megan Fox
0: got him in a whole different level of uh press. And he was in, you know, the
1: little Netflix joint. That's uh, right. Left Netflix movie and all that, so we still remember him from Bird Box. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, possibly my favorite single
0: this week, uh, ASAP Ferg featuring Monica. called Big ASAP." Mm. I fuck with it. It has a very old school vibe to it. I forget what the sample is just now because I'm trying to rush through and tell y'all this so we can, you know, see y'all next week. So Sis and I are kind of rushing right now. One, because I'm on soccer auntie duty. And two, because we're trying to see, you know, if y'all rock with us a little bit better, if it's an hour long show versus two hours. Y'all can always let us know how you feel about these things by tweeting us and letting us know how you feel about these things. And I don't see what the sample was, but it's a really good song. Um, What other albums came out last week? It was, oh man, where is it? Oh, Designer got a new song out. Says, I know you were waiting for that.
1: We'll see what he sounds like.
0: West Side Gun dropped Who Made the Sunshine and YG dropped My Life 400. Smoke Dizza. I've heard a lot of people talking about Smoke Dizza's homegrown and Bryson Tiller's anniversary from last mm. week. And then Lupe came and dropped an EP
1: and Wiz Khalifa dropped a, a random, Like a random joint came out on like a Saturday or something. <laughs> like, yeah. He dropped on mm. Saturday. I think.
0: Paul Wall dropped a new project called Subculture. Don't do that, says. And Mariah Carey dropped the rarities. That's what happened last week. There you go. Um, Jeezy got a song called "Back." I don't know how and, I feel about it.
1: And, and you know what? I that's this is the cleanest Jeezy song I've heard since he's been releasing music recently. Oh uh, yeah, it, it sounded like somebody cared about this song.
0: Oh my god, I'm gonna go listen to that.
1: It, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's well. I'm not just mean like sonically. Like he hasn't been hitting the mark. It's just it, it just sounds like I'm just gonna do whatever this sounds like somebody was really like putting together something that they thought was going to be a joint. So. Mm.
0: I mean, you know, maybe his woman is helping him elevate. I'm on baby. back, Jeezy, man. Listen. The song Can't. called Bike.
2: Can't Bike.
0: Be you know you got to say it like that. Bike. So yeah, guys. Uh, anyway, I'm going to run to uh, South Carolina. <laughs> really coming. to Go take my nephew to soccer. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to <laughs> I mean, I might as well be going to South Carolina. I might I'm well not be in a car for an hour. Um, but yeah, so go check out this new music, you guys, and uh, you know, hop in our mentions. Let's let's chat about it. Um, of course, he is at Scissor Two and Five on all
1: platforms, and she is at Saint Boogie on everything,
0: and uh, the brand is at the Chop Block Pod on Twitter at Chop Block Pod on Instagram thechopblockpod.com is live
1: make sure y'all follow us on everything man
0: please 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 share things like things interact with things um tell us you know what things you'd like to see more of or less of uh you know it's just like that girl that ran me off of the bounce gang live watch of verses because she said mm-hmm. that my voice was annoying and i was like you know what I don't need this kind of abuse. <laughs> I didn't want to watch your motherfucking versus anyway. Yep. Yo, listen.
1: They truly bid on you when you put yourself out there. You know, so that's all fun and games, but I think we've all gotten destroyed by the comment section. Mm-hmm. One time mm-hmm. or the other.
0: I mean, I didn't get destroyed. It was one girl. I'm pretty sure that everybody else that was listening was was pretty happy for the added estrogen to the scene. Absolutely. So I might be, I mean, well shit. It looked like versus season finally died out.
1: No, nah, they'll be back. They just probably waiting. To, you know, I I think now they're trying to be thoughtful with what they come with. Mm. You know, so they're gonna they'll, they'll probably announce one soon, and it'll probably be something substantial. Have you gotten a clubhouse invite? Have I got a what? A clubhouse invite. I have, but they don't have a Android app. So so I I I got nominated. We'll I'll see. We'll see if we get one. Maybe next week we could talk about
0: it. I got an invite, but I can't join.
1: Oh, see, that's why Dina told me to get an
0: iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I at one point considered getting an iPad. That might still happen. Might,
1: might not be a bad purchase. I mean, just so, just so you could be in a, in the know with these snoozy, with these, with these, you know, these folks, these industry folks, or whatever. Because that's I see how I feel why, about that. I mean look, you know I'm the most anti mixy motherfucker ever. So I, I, I feel you. And that's that's why I had to I just had to go ahead and do it, but
0: no, no, no. Well, yeah, you join me, you cuz I Maybe I'll, I'll forward you my invite. You can join under mine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys, uh yeah, come back next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Next week will actually be episode 41 for real.
1: That's uh-huh. right. Y'all have a good one, man. Be safe Thanks. out there. Wash your hands.
0: Wash your hands, cover your mouth
2: vaults